Welcome to Socialette, your go-to source for bite-sized lessons in launching and online marketing. I'm your host, Steph Taylor, and I'm a corporate dropout turned launch strategist, helping you launch your digital products simply and successfully so you can reach more people, grow your audience, and become the go-to brand in your space. Want to swipe my signature launch framework? Download my free ebook, The Complete Roadmap for a Killer Launch at stephtaylor.co forward slash roadmap. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. And don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss any of my latest episodes released every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Hey, welcome back to Social Let. This is episode 325. Now, I am big on transparency. And as you guys know, I'm very open with sharing my numbers. I have no qualms about telling you the exact dollar amount that my business makes and things like that, because I believe that you can learn so much from what I do, from my mistakes. And I also want to inspire you and show you what's possible. So anytime when I'm talking like, oh, my business made a million dollars, it's not coming from this place of like, look at me, I made a million dollars. It's actually coming from this place of, well, last year I made $100,000. This year I made a million dollars. What the heck could be possible for you because literally anything is possible, right? So I just wanted to caveat this episode with that. I am going to start by jumping into the numbers from my Launch Magic launch, and then I will dive a bit deeper into the specific things that I thought worked really well and some things that I thought didn't work very well. I haven't done a full launch deep dive yet. I will do a much deeper deep dive personally in my own business In the coming weeks, I just have been very busy with actually delivering the course now. So Launch Magic is a live taught 12-week thing. So I haven't pre-recorded any of the lessons. I'm literally creating the content week by week based on where my students are at and what I'm thinking that they need to learn from me each week. So it is pretty full on creating it and delivering it live, but this was a much better option than pre-recording it for the first time because there are I'm already seeing some areas where there are knowledge gaps, some areas that they actually know more than I thought they did. So it's allowing me to really tailor the course to get my students the best results possible. All right. So let's have a look at the numbers from my launch. So I in the I started the launch. I opened doors on the 12th of November. I had been pre-launching the course for about 90 days beforehand, but doors officially opened on the 12th of November and they closed on, let me check, the 20th, (laughs) on Friday the 20th. So they opened on Thursday the 12th and they closed on Friday the 20th. So that was a total of eight days or nine days if you include the first day where people had the opportunity to buy. Now, what happened in those days? So I kicked off the first day with two live webinars, one in the morning, one in the afternoon, and then I ran a third webinar on the 16th of November. Across those three webinars, there were 1,787 people registered, 563 people showed up live. So that's a 31.5% show up rate, which is actually really good. Anywhere between 20% and 30% is pretty standard 
So to get 31%, I was really happy with this. I think the reason why it was so much higher for this launch is because it's the first time I'm running this webinar. So a lot of people who have been sitting on my email list and who are super engaged registered for it and they are much more likely to show up for the webinar than somebody who just discovered me last week. So that was a pretty good show up rate. Um, 236 people also watched the replay. So, you know, of the 1,787, roughly a thousand people didn't watch the webinar or the replay. And that's totally fine. That's totally normal. It's always going to happen this way. Right. So let's talk about sales now. So who bought live on the webinar? So of 563 people who attended the webinar live, 32 people bought. So that's a 5.6% conversion rate, 5.7% conversion rate live. That's not very good. Um, this is one of the things that really didn't work well this time around. I thought my webinar was actually quite strong, but looking back on it now, my sales pitch and my Q&A really let me down. I To give you some comparison, my webinar that I run for the podcast launch plan, like I've had thousands and thousands of people go through that webinar, so I have really good data on it. That generally converts between 10 to 15% live. So, I mean, yes, that is a cheaper product. It's an easier yes from somebody who's buying live on a webinar, but I was a little bit surprised to only get a 5.7% conversion rate. Anyway, that's cool. It's, it's data. I look at it as a lesson. So those are the people who bought live. Overall, total sales for the entire launch was 102 students, which was awesome. My stretch goal was 100 students and 100,000 US dollars. I was going to be happy with anything over 50 students. So to double that, I was pretty stoked. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Um, total sales in dollar figures came in at 108,300. That's including future payment plan payments. So assuming that everyone pays their payment plan payments. So I have a three month option. And then I also had a secret six month option for people who really weren't going to be able to make the three month payments. And like I could see that they were in financial, you know, they were in some kind of struggle and they needed the six month option. Um, so assuming that everyone pays their future payment plan, future payment plan payments, that's 108,300 US dollars total, which is pretty good. Like considering my stretch goal was a hundred thousand, I'm, I'm pretty happy with that. I did have a 14 day refund policy. So I offered my students the chance to test drive Launch Magic for two weeks. And if they didn't like it, they didn't think it was a good fit. All I have to do is show me that they've done the work and they could get a refund. And in the two, in the two weeks, I've only had two people ask for a refund. And both of those were for COVID related financial or family issues. So it wasn't because they didn't think it was a good fit. It was purely because of that. And I didn't feel right not refunding them, even though it wasn't because they didn't think, you, you know what I mean? <laughs> um, so that's pretty good. Like that's only, that's a refund rate of less than 2%, which is pretty standard. I'm okay with that. Now let's talk about. Facebook ads, right? So I didn't spend very much on Facebook ads for this launch purely because I knew my best customers were going to be the people who were already on my email list, the people who are already following me, like my really engaged audience who have been asking me for a course about launching for the last 
bloody 12 months. <laughs> so I knew I was already going to have customers there. And because I didn't know how well the webinar was going to convert, I was a little bit hesitant about putting a lot of money into webinar registration ads. I did run some webinar registration ads. I spent roughly 10,000 US dollars on those ads. And because potentially because of the timing of the launch. So it was around the time when the US election was happening. A lot of campaign spending had been increased and Facebook also limited the number of ads that were being shown in people's feeds, which really drove up the cost of advertising for businesses like myself and everyone else. So I was paying roughly $10 per lead to get somebody to register for the masterclass for somebody who was already a warm lead. For people who were cold leads, I was paying about $14 a lead, which is very expensive for a webinar registration. Normally, I'd be paying like 5 to $7. 7 would be getting on the higher end. So for it to be so high, I was very cautious about spending that much on a lead for a webinar that I didn't even know how well it was going to convert. Now that I have some better data, I know how much I can afford to spend on a lead. If I say, okay, well, let's say I'm spending $10 on a lead. They are converting at 5.68%. That means I'm roughly spending $175 to acquire a customer, which is fine because I know that my course is a $997 course, so I'm still making a profit. And I can use that, that data to work out, well, okay, this is how much I can afford to spend up to and still make a profit on my um, webinar leads, on my Facebook ads. Um, so, I mean, even at $10, $15 a lead, I know now it was profitable, but in the future, like it, 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 or sorry, going back to that launch, I didn't know if it was going to be profitable or not. And I didn't want to take the huge risk of investing a lot of money into ads and having a webinar that just didn't convert. But now that I have the numbers, I can relaunch stronger with ads. Okay. So that's kind of an overview of the numbers. Now I want to talk a bit about what worked in this launch. So one thing that worked really well is my audience was very, very, very engaged because I've been nurturing them and basically, basically been planning to launch this course for the last like 12 months, right? So I've had 12 months of sharing content that's been nurturing them and been getting them to the point where they need to be to be ready to buy from me. And I think that honestly has been the biggest game changer with this launch. In future launches, it's going to be interesting because there will be a lot of people who are new to me and they haven't had as much of a lead time leading up to that launch. So we'll see how that goes. Um, the other thing that worked really well was last year, I did a survey with my audience um, and I'm going to be doing one again this year. And basically what I did was figuring out what the knowledge gap was. So I knew that I discovered from my survey that people thought that creating and launching a digital product were exactly the same thing, which they weren't. And this was something I had to be really clear with in the messaging for Launch Magic when I was launching it. I had to make it really clear, like, guys, this isn't a course about how to create a course or a membership. This is a course about how to launch your course or your membership or your group program. And then 
I knew also because I'd created the digital product creators vault. I had all of these people who were on my list who had signed up because they wanted to learn how to create a digital product and they were then at the point where they were ready to launch it. So the Digital Product Creators Vault was actually a really great lead generator for Launch Magic. It's a $27 product that I run Facebook ads to. So, you know, it barely breaks even. Sometimes I make a bit of a loss on it, but the loss that I make is about the same that I would be spending to pay for a lead for a free piece of content. So I used to run ads to get people to download my free roadmap for a complete, my free low, my free roadmap for a killer launch rather. And I would be paying anywhere between five, oh, three and $5 per lead for somebody to download that. People are buying my digital product creators vault. And when I, ends up not breaking even. I'm not paying, I'm not losing more than $3 per lead anyway. And the kinds of leads that I'm acquiring are people who are actually willing to invest a little bit of money and take a little bit of action. So they're higher quality leads than the ones who are downloading my free content. Um, another thing that worked well was Instagram reels. I won't go too much into that because I did a whole episode on that this week. And the last thing that worked really, really well with this launch compared with others is that it just felt so fun and easy. Like I've never felt so chilled about a launch before. And I kind of went into it with an attitude of like, okay, if it fails, like that's cool. Go back to the drawing board. We make it work better next time. Versus versus prior launches where I've been like, this has to work or else. And it's kind of funny because I actually, I had a moment like the day before doors opened where I was like, actually, crap, maybe this is a little bit scary because I am a launch strategist. And if my launch fails, that's kind of embarrassing. But, you know, that was basically the only moment where I thought like, okay, like this needs to succeed. But apart from that, I think the whole attitude that I went in of, you know, take it or leave it really had a big impact because I wasn't coming at my audience with this desperate undertone, right? I wasn't coming out with this desperate energy. I was showing up being like, guys, like this is what I've got. This is the problem you've got. This is how I'm solving it for you. And I was just really like curious more than anything else. Okay. What didn't work? So I've already talked about the Facebook ads. They were very expensive and it'll be interesting in future launches to see how the cost per lead compares and how the conversions compare. Um, the other thing that didn't work was the webinar, which I've already talked about. That definitely could have been a lot stronger and that is something I will test differently in future launches. The last thing that really that was a big stuff up on my part was I double booked myself during cart open. So normally during a cart open week, I would leave the entire week empty. Like I would not have any to-do list tasks. I wouldn't have anything in my calendar. And this time there was a professional development course that I really wanted to do. And it start, It was in the US, Harvard was running it. And I thought, oh, you know, I can get up at 3am, do this do four hours of this and then still show up for cart open with lots of energy. And it was exhausting. I was so tired. And then that tiredness has still like, I'm now almost a month post launch and I'm still exhausted. Like I'm still catching up on sleep. So highly recommend guys that when you are opening doors to your product, that launch week, that cart open week, do not double book yourselves and especially do not double book yourselves with something that requires you to get up at 3am. 
that was stupid, like plain stupid on my part. It won't be happening again. Anyway, there you go, guys. A quick breakdown of the Launch Magic launch. I hope you found this interesting. I know sometimes it's really easy to just look at like the overall number and be like, oh, she had a $108,000 launch. It must have gone really well. And we don't look at the things behind the scenes that didn't go so well or we don't look at like the numbers and the time and the things that went into it. So hopefully this gives you a bit more of an idea of what actually goes into a launch. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any new episodes released every Monday, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. And if you've learned anything from Socialette so far, I'd really appreciate a quick rating and a review. Thanks so much for listening, guys. Catch you next time. 